running around trying to find certainty. Come on. How the devil are you? Let's break it down. Let's get set up. I've got some Johnny and Mary pumping on the background to get us started into the Gentleman's Talk, our mental health, men's mental health podcast for 2024. That's what we're going with. And have I got a fucking doozy to start off with you? literally just went in to grab my laptop i just went in walked into the house and i was like gonna grab the laptop dear and i could hear a scuffle a little it was out on my peripherals i was just looking for the laptop as i gazed across the fucking living room and i see my white german shepherd of approximately 46 kilograms bit of a beast um getting absolutely dry humped by my shih tzu called jeffrey (laughs) literally on his face fucking his face fucking my german shepherd's face (laughs) literally i looked and i was like and casper looks at me my dog casper the big the big german shepherd you know the one that's like you know the one that you normally see with like police dogs and everything yeah him just taking it just fucking taking it like and looking across at me as if to say can you can you can you fucking get hand boss (laughs) Because this this guy ain't listening to me. And I'm like, dude, you could just fucking nip him. And like, a little nip, little chomp, and he'll fuck off. <laughs> but he doesn't. He just goes, oh, I don't want to upset him. The guy looks like he's having a good time. And I'm like, but it's really starting to chafe on the inside of me face. <laughs> and I'm like, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, you fucking little shit, you horny bastard. <laughs> and he gets up and he's like, <laughs> anyway, as we break in, how the devil are you? Welcome to the Gentleman's Talk. I have some good topics to talk, some positivity to talk about today. Um, because, you know, mental health is, we've done that. I, not we've done that. We're not, that's the wrong word. I say this a lot. I put my foot in it because I normally engage my mouth before my brain. Um, so what I mean is um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to move more positive now. You know, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to be the source of positivity for you. I've been there. I've got that T-shirt. You've heard the journey. You've seen, you know, there's people that have lived the journey with me that have listened along this. And I've been through tough spaces. And I have. And I don't, I really, I don't know what it is. I've worked tirelessly for two years. Um just focusing on what I want and get giving myself goals and I had a I had a fucking goal another goal come to fruition on Friday and it just it just I don't know it just it bolsters everything this hard work that I've engaged in myself this accountability that I've been doing in the background the goal setting that I've been doing I want to explore that positivity and I want to throw that positivity towards you Noting that, you know, this is coming from a heart. This is coming from a heart that's been broken. This is coming from a, a previous dark place. So I want you to know that it's, it's coming from with love. I've been there. I've got that T-shirt. I've tried three times and I'm saying that because I want to put that to bed. That is, that is it. That is me. I'm done. I want to be the positivity that you want. And I want to surround myself with positivity. I've spoken about how I've got here, the ups, the downs, the lows, they come, that is life. Life will smash you in the face like Jeffrey dry fucking my German shepherd. That is sometimes you're sat there on the sofa just chilling and before you know it, you've got a fucking German shepherd sat there chilling and all of a sudden, boom, 
like a fucking spider monkey, you've got this fucking horny, horny shizu just dry fucking you. That's what life does every now and then. And then what happens is you get someone to come in and you go, big fella, I know you're horny. I know you are. I know. I feel your pain. You've got blue balls, brother. But move aside. Don't dry hump a brother's face. <laughs> so, and it's about positivity. And the reason I'm saying about positivity today, and it breaks me in to talk about the do you ever ask anyone? Because even though I'm going to promote positivity, there is still a journey behind here. This isn't hidden. It's not going to go away. I've told you about this. This is, this is living with it. This is developing coping mechanisms. But at the same time, celebrating the wins. And I want to start celebrating those wins. Because I want to shout from the rooftops of, of the hard work. But the hard work pays off. It really fucking does. And I'm not even, like, I've, I've embedded into three years of just move the fuck aside. I want, I want, this is James's time to shine. I got to 39 and I went, my time to shine. I'm a peacock. You've got to fucking let me fly. Okay, and I got to that point and I was like, and that was when I started this journey. That's when I started the gentleman's talk. And that was me just showing people right from the start. I, I, I've never listened to my episodes. I've told you this timeless, timeless, timeless times. I don't listen back. I say it is done. It's in the past. If it helps you, that's what it's for. But I don't want to listen back to what I say because I want you to understand that it's fresh every time. This is new insights. I might regurgitate stuff. Of course I'm going to regurgitate stuff because it's stuff that works. And if I'm regurgitating it from a negativity, it's just underpinning and reinforcing those negatives and, and how to avoid them. But I've broken into, in three years, I've, I've been going, I've been working on, I need to move away from this toxic environment that I was in, this toxic lifestyle, this toxic place that I put myself mentally, because I, I did this, it was me, I drove myself into the, into the ground, I've told you, this is why we take accountability, because you have to take accountability for the fact that you are normally the driving factor, I irrelevant of what you say, irrelevant what you believe, irrelevant of how you perceive things, because I guarantee you will always see those things from a rose-tinted window or rose-tinted glasses. You will do. It is. We all look at that. We all think the grass is greener on the other side. We think we're looking at a dull side. Or there's people that just walk around with these rose-tinted glasses and they see fucking positivity everywhere. I get that. The, sometimes you do that. But then you need to... You've got to come to a little bit of reality. You've got to get back there. You've got to go, right, okay, I need to take accountability. Not everything around me is fucking rosy. I could be with toxic people. I could be with, in a toxic environment. I could be in a toxic job that is being toxic and, and overspilling into my relationship and home life. I've learned so much over this last year, myself internally, that was bolstered that by one of my current bosses, actually. Not even a boss, not even a direct boss, just actually a really good guy. And... I've really found my feet, especially in the last six months. And what I mean is that the accountability works. So for three years, I said to myself, when I was 39, before 40, I wanted to do and get into a new career. And I, and I went into that and I did that. And I fucking, I went in fucking feet first. And I know I did. I jumped into a health and safety world with, with a two-day fucking health and safety course under my belt. Now, 
that was fucking batshit crazy. And then I went and I missed all of level two, three, fucking four, five. I went straight to level six. And I learnt level six. And I got fucking a harsh smash in the face. Because my first, like, evidence that I'd put in, I started smashing through it. And they were like, this guy's just fucking plagiarising things. And they, they tried to do me for plagiarism. And and, right, and it's because I didn't quote where I'd quoted it. And, and it, I get it. I get it. I didn't get it at the time because I didn't understand. I wasn't... I'm not, I'm not from an educated background, unfortunately. I fucking failed dramatically at school. And everything I've ever done has just been like, I'm good with my hands, if you like. I'm a hands-on type of person. And I think my personality's possibly excelled me in other areas through the fact that I'm I, I'm not an arsehole but you know I'm a hard grafter I think that's worked in my favor so till I got to a point where I was like no you need to start I was I was surrounded by the toxicity of work um people taking advantage of me um and me taking advantage of other fit situations I was just in a horrible place so I decided like I said I started this journey with the gentleman's talk and then that first year was just talking because men don't talk. And I wanted to talk. I wanted to tell somebody my story. I wanted people to understand and I'm not unique and I get I'm not unique. And I know there's people around me that are worse off. And that's the people I want to target to help now because I feel stronger and in a stronger place in sense of in terms of my direction. I know what direction I want. Now, I don't mean clear direction, but... I've, I'm mapping out everything I've mapped out over the next five years has has happened and I don't know wh why I, well I do know why through hard work and because I set a milestone set a goal I do it and it's worked in my favor through through employment through getting promotion just finding the right way and just trying to stand out it's worked and then plowing myself into education that is fucking well beyond the realms of me but I just seem to absorb it and enjoy it so because that's because I found something I enjoy and that's the ADHD I suppose was it's given me something to focus on but I, I'm now trying to become an adult and I'm trying to massage what I'm learning and this is the lessons learned piece into how can I keep developing myself how can I keep improving my lifestyle? How can I keep helping other people? What what do I enjoy? These are all things I never thought I'd have the strength to say. But like I said, the first years was hard. I just wanted to talk. I wanted to say to people, you can talk. Th these are, I'm not special. I've done, there's, not, there's, there's probably some things that have happened along this journey for the last two years that not not everybody would experience. And I think I suppose that just shows to me a bit of uh, pride and resilience to get to here. And again, mental state, you know, and I do get angry from time to time. And I think, but the second year then was about just excelling that and trying to improve myself and get and hit a couple of goals and see what happened. And this year, I just want to promote a bit of positivity. I want to just promote things I'm still learning to this day. That I'm still every, if I'm if I'm not learning something on a daily basis, then I'm not I'm not moving forward. I'm staying stalemate. And it might be as simple as you learn a shortcut or you just learn. I don't know. It can be the trivialest thing. It can be the smallest thing, but it's just trying to acknowledge. And I mean, what I mean by that is you're constantly opening your mind. You know, you might watch a, a program and just catch something off the click of your fingers and you go, oh, I didn't know that. OK, well, I feel slightly more intelligent. I don't know. I don't know. But if you're learning something and you're bettering yourself, 
Oh, no, I fucking hate that word. Sorry, but you know I hate that word. Developing yourself. If you're improving yourself to, to, to be a better person for yourself. I think it's the easiest way to try and describe it, but you get what I'm saying. I'm trying to be delicate, very politically correct, um, <clears throat> because I don't want to. I don't want people to think that I'm ch- I'm ch- I'm challenging you. But it's just my talk. So I apologise. Um, but what I mean is, um, if you're learning every day, if you're taking some information on from somebody <clears throat> or something, or just whether it's you, you do your walk on a daily basis and you notice something you've never noticed before. But that's because you're being a bit more observant that day. I don't know. There may be something, but if you're if you're just if you're constantly trying to take on information to a, you know, just a small little things, it improves your mindset. It stops you being stalemate. It gives you it gives you a little bit more vigor, a bit of spirit, because you're learning things and you feel like you're achieving all the time. It's little like, and I suppose I'm trying to sort of pull it into like the micro learning thing I did. So I used to because I, I was I was not going to lie to you. I was addicted to scrolling on fucking TikTok. It was fucking awful, um, and I was like, I need to get out of this. So I went into micro learning through Headway, and it's fifteen minute sessions. You just put it on, and you just learn about a subject. Now, it may be nothing, but you, you taking information on feels like you've retained something. So you're not trying to you're not trying to get that endorphin from <clears throat> absolutely plowing into fucking TikTok for three hours. <laughs> so again, learning, learning, learning. That's what it's all about. But yeah, so I think that. For me, the positivity spin is um, is because I want to shroud myself with positivity and I want to boost that positivity back out to you in abundance, make you feel good. I want to share positive stories. Um, I had my good friend actually ring me up, the Bilster, and I want to lock him in for another podcast um, because it fucking, it booms. We are, it's just really good chemistry. So I'm going to try and lock him in. He's got, I know he's got some news to talk about. He actually phoned me up on Friday and he was actually like, James, he, he rung me and I think more, he, 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 he answered the phone with a little bit of, um, a little bit of enthusiasm, actually. He was a bit sort of happy, uh, which I was like, "All right, buddy." I was like, "Banter, Billy," and like we do. And um, I, I think it was partly because he was a bit amazed that I actually answered the phone, which is a good thing, I suppose. Uh, but it was just a really, it was a real, real good conversation. He shared what was happening for the weekend. We had a really good chat, and it was really nice. And again, I'm, that's me learning to answer the phone to actually talk to people to take on other people's. Um, information and what their happiness allow, happiness is allow them to spread their their um, news stories with me and and it's like again I'm taking on more information I'm learning more about other, another person in my sort of circle and it's really nice I, I enjoyed it I really did it was a good conversation I felt it was felt nice to have a good chat with one of my mates he gave me some really positives um, and we're going to lock in a podcast um, but yeah that's that's the positivity and I think <clears throat> Like I said, because I've taken accountability, excuse my throat, I've got this little buggy thing going around. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to make me sound husky, but it's not. And I think you, um, when you take accountability for yourself, when you start the process and you um, you actually sort of want to, um, you want to make a difference, you want to make a change. If you see yourself going one way, and you know, we all know as human beings, that what we're doing is we know whether it's toxic, whether we don't feel in the right place. We don't. We know internally if we don't feel 110%. In fact, one little conversation we shared actually, um, and I will share this with you, um, with the Bilster, um, and this is something we're going to embellish on a little bit, <clears throat> um, is that whole thing of... <clears throat> excuse me, let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> excuse me. <laughs> that, was my, that was my production team back there, just letting them know. Um, 
Not at all. So yeah, it's it's um, but it was um, was it? It was kind of like life gets in the way sometimes, and I think that it's really um easy to forget that we have to manage things on a on a daily basis with a lot of pressure. So one of the things he's talking about, which like I said, we'll embellish on, was he's currently looking at um, a house, um, purchasing purchasing a house, which is like one of the most stressful things you can do because it's a lot of money. I've got another friend of mine actually, um, who I work with, and um, he I've spoken about, about him before, <clears throat> but he's buying a house and he texts me on Thursday saying I've just dropped the fucking deposit and I and in a couple of sick emojis and I was like because you know that in the current state that's going to be a a disgusting amount of money that you've just handed across for a deposit on a place to live in the UK that's the batshit crazy bit of it so but it's a lot of stress you take on and he's the same he's you know he's he's in similar both of them are in the similar things actually um you know they're buying a house you know Adam's buying a house he's got um things going on he's got a young baby you know Bilster's got um his new job to come and look at he's got a big move it's um it's you know what i mean it's his missus he's got his dogs he's got his house you know all of this stress that just and as well as the fact and this is what I, we were talking about on friday was you forget don't you you forget that not only are you balancing just that little that one that thing like just buying a house and you're like oh, it's just buying a house mate it's just buying a house isn't it well it's fucking it's not a big deal is it no it really is and but at the same time you're having to still function as a human being make sure you fucking eat at the right time shit at the right time etc etc you know turn up to work um still look after your health you know look after the dogs and feed the dogs you know then you've got to feed yourself cook your dinner clean your house oh god i've got to do this for fucking work i've got to do that for work or you know we've got to go do this for the family <clears throat> these the list goes on and on and then you don't forget the curveballs that come in and you don't see them coming in. Oh, and I've, you've heard about a few of my curveballs. Um, <clears throat> not the ones in my trousers. Wait! Um, it's one of those fucking days, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's one of those days. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's it, you don't forget, like, it gets even worse when you, and I'm not saying that theirs is less, but what I mean is it can get even worse when you throw children into the mix and you throw their problems into the mix and you're sat there dealing with, um, I'm certainly like it, you know, I sit there listening to things and I'm just like, this is fucking so trivial. I, why, why am I retaining this information? Why have I got my daughter fucking bawling in tears? I don't understand this. This is really hard for me to, and then I just go, okay, this sounds fucking, it sounds terrible. I don't know. And then you, your missus looks at you as if to say, you need to fucking comfort her. I don't know what I'm comforting her for. Uh, what's the level of comfort? I don't know. You know, that's a man thing. I, I don't fucking know. She's just, this, this, it's just crying, mate. I don't get it, <laughs> you know? So it's like you, you're dealing with that emotion. You're dealing with your work emotions, maybe a colleague emotion. You know, you, you've got your car MOT'd you. You've got bills racking up. You're buying a house. You know, you've got to fucking feed the family. And, and you know, it, it, as well as going into work, and, oh, when you go into work, oh, jo you know, we've got this new system we're going to bring in now. Uh, we're not going to give you any fucking training on it. You know, you're just going to learn the system and spend, oh, it's like my my best mate, actually, my best mate Gearing had it on Friday. We've got this system. We're going to show you what to do. Oh, brilliant. When are we doing it? Oh, on Friday. Oh, we're doing it on Friday, are we? How long is that going to take? Uh, fucking all day, mate. All day Friday. But we can't, why can't we do it on, like, a Tuesday? Like, a better day? Like, for my well-being and for the company, to, to for me to absorb information properly, 
Like, learn, because you want me to learn. You need to put me in a learning environment. On a fucking Friday, mate, I've got to travel to this place, learn this new system, and then fucking travel back, and you're going to keep me there till till what time? Till fucking four o'clock? You fuck, mate. <laughs> I have to. Oh, okay. But you want the best out of me, do you? I'm not going to retain fuck all on that day because I'm a human being and I'm exhausted because I've been commuting every day, dealing with work, dealing with family, dealing with a fucking house move. And then they chuck that curveball in you and you've got to learn. And then you go home going and now resent the company for being so fucking stupid that they got me to try and learn on a Friday. Nobody learns on a fucking Friday. You put five fucking days in the week, mate. By fucking the fifth day, we're fucked. I mean, we're doing the same time that we used to do years and years and years and fucking in the 80s. You know, we're doing the same time as they did with with quarter and not even probably about 10% of what we have to put output now as human beings in work. We're expected to be fucking IT wizards. We're expected to be fucking, um, at the moment, I'm a fucking, um, I'm, I'm a system developer. I fucking, I'm pissing around with SharePoint, adding things. I'm not a fucking developer. Well, supposedly, you naturally are a developer now, James. You're naturally an IT guru. Yeah, that's brilliant, mate. You know, everyone's like, oh, you fucking, this don't work. I, I don't know. Well, I'll fucking, I'll have to fucking learn it then, won't I? <laughs> so, and that's because I enjoy the process, so I don't piss and moan about it. But it's something you take on. And that's when you get this little fucking, and, and he was said it, he hit the nail on the head. He had to travel to see this house for a couple of hours to travel back. It was a big stress. A lot of time uh, traveling, you know, flights involved. It was all, It was just chaos. So you know he's going to be exhausted, and then he's got a little bit of chill on Sunday, and then he's going back, or like my mate Kieran, the same as, he went and did that on Friday, which was a long day, so his immune system would have been a bit low, he's now full of cold, so he spent fucking Saturday choked up to fuck, not talking about his sex life, <laughs> hey, a fucking gimp, <laughs> it's one of those days, okay, just go with it today, I'm just in one of those fucking moves, I think it's because I've not spoke to people for a while, and and I was in my second job today, where I was at the, the um, I was helping out volunteering and uh, I was sat there and I was like, yes, fucking absolutely love this. And uh, I think just talking to people and you were like, yeah, this is great. This is great. Just I think because I, I work from home. So it pisses me off a bit. But yeah, so I think it's, um, <clears throat> you know, when you take anyway, well, I'm going to get back onto track here because I, I just embellished everything there, didn't I? Um, but yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, you, you're you're you need to evolve. You need to uh, like move your mindset towards that positive path but you need to take that accountability and what i mean by sort of accountability is when you take that accountability for understanding you don't feel in a good place how can i how can i get out of this rut i'm feeling how can i get out of this place that i'm that i'm not in a good i know it's not a good place because i've got dark thoughts or I'm thinking negative sp- thoughts because we all know what a negative thought thought is. We all know it's different. I mean, they, you know, it's like psychopaths. If, if you, for instance, you know, I don't think they do actually. I don't think it's, I was going to say. I don't think they, they they have an element that they know it's wrong, but they don't see it as wrong. You know, and that's the extreme person. So, I suppose if you're having negative thoughts as a you know an average Joe blogs, and I don't mean average in a certain sense, I just mean the normal, the common person who's like myself, who's just going out and trying to earn a living and trying to, um, you know, earn you know, fucking earn some good money to have a little bit of fun in life. That's basically what I'm on. I'm on that rat race of life, if you like, and I accept that because the the more hard work you put in, the the fruits of your labor do come to fruition, which is what I'm talking about now, the positivity. But it does take a while to get there. 
It doesn't happen overnight. It really doesn't. So you, when you make that accountability and you step into the right path and you go, I need to do that, the first journey, and this is where I talk about, like, it's a, I suppose like a little summary synopsis for the, for the gentleman's talk so far, is that was what it was about for me. It was about talking. And I've said some really outrageous things, not outrageous, like, oh, fucking hell, you know, but I mean, like, I've said some things that should be private and that probably have stepped over the boundaries in some people's eyes. But it's what I'm trying to share is that if I can share everything about libido problems, I can share things about, let me cast my mind back, but I can, like all sorts. I've said, I've said about my libido, I've said about um, my antidepressants and the stigma behind that. I've said about the, up, the ups, the lies, the lows, the toxic friendships, the toxic relationships. I've said all about it. And if I can open my mouth and share, and share my open, my, my behind the closed doors with you, I hope that in what it's doing is it's it's allowing other people to to make that next step, and that next step is opening up and saying I you know that I have got something I want to talk about. I don't feel right. It's it's okay to not feel okay. That's a big saying there. That's one of the big slogans, um, and it is okay to not be okay, but it's okay to talk about it so that you can feel better and that's what this journey was about for me there was always going to be a hidden i mean i've said like i say i don't listen back because for me they're they're expressive thoughts i talk straight from my heart i don't there's no script it's just literally as i experience life um what i'm going through what i think works what i think don't work doesn't work you know but but at the same time i'm trying it so that you can go actually i might try that it might work for me because we're all different we're all different mental types we're all different um with body types everything you know we're all different we're all unique we're all fingerprints and i've said that before and that's the beauty of it but at the same time someone stronger may see that as my my um sort of outburst if you like me talking is weakness they may still see that i'm trying to change that stigma by saying no make the next step talk about your problems open up a little bit just share with the right people making sure that they're the right trusted people and when you make that journey, you'll start learning. And it's taken me, like I said, two years. And now I'm trying to surround myself with that positivity and share that positivity with you. It's like I'm going to share something now. It's on Friday, I've got some amazing news. I finally locked in a date for my new job. Now, that may seem trivial to some people. But for me, that is me. I've, I've gone up. I've, I've progressed through four different grades in three years. And I'm at a very good level where I can actually start implementing changes and I can start, I don't know, it's not, I, I, in fact, I don't even know what I'm starting. It's just somewhere I wanted to get. It was a goal and I got that fruits of my labor, me plowing into my education because it hasn't been an easy journey. And I say this to a lot. It's easy to look outside and go, well, James, you've got all this. It's very easy to say that and I've been on that receiving end timelessly and most of the time like I said through depression if everybody looked on the outside and looked inside you would think I had everything but what you didn't see was the £30,000 worth of debt at the time and getting myself out of that trouble which has taken years um, and, and the last three years I've honed in on that I've made sure that I've I've gone put things on hold stop being a selfish prick and making it look like you're having a great time when really you're crippling in debt etc take that next charge take accountability and i took that next step and now that's come to the fruits of the labor 
that's starting to come to the point where I don't have to worry. But that's three years in the making. And I'm starting to discover that things do take a time. <laughs> it's, I, I, that's a really that's an unknown entity for me because I don't like time. But it, it does take time to make those changes. And even now, you, I still have slip-ups. You do get them. I, I Trust me, I do. And I know that because if I have a little bit of excess money in my account, I don't even fucking question spending it. To the point now where I have to physically remove it to see it into another pot, into another account somewhere, um, giving you my tips and tricks. <clears throat> um, and then I monitor it there. So I don't physically see it because I will spend it. That's the uh, that's me. I just look at it and go, oh, something shiny that you've seen today, James. You must get this. Because, again, I'm still, I'm still battling the ADHD aspect of me. So it doesn't go away. I'm still battling the PTSD. I still get the days where I'm grumpy. In fact, I had a conversation with my wife. We were laying the floor in the bedroom, actually, which is I got the flooring from my dad, and it was <clears throat> practically brand new, and he was like, Do you, I'm taking it up because we're, we're changing the color, and there was, some, there was some problems anyway. And he needed to lift it up to re-skim the floor. I was like, well, don't go to waste. He was like, we're going to change the colour because it's an opportunity. I was like, okay, then fine, money bags, you crack on. He said, would well, you want these ones? And I was like, yeah, I'll take them, put them in the bedroom. You know, it's They're, they're all pretty pristine and it was a big area, so it was going to cover cover double the area. <clears throat> I put them upstairs on the landing. Um, it's been just over a year and um, Saturday was the day where I was like, I need to do this because I'm getting really fucked off with seeing um, like seven packs of right above the banister. I mean, it's fucking dangerous. It was strapped down. <laughs> it was like it was literally dangerous as fuck. And I'm fucking in health and safety. I was like, nah, it's good. No one's coming in to inspect this fucker. <laughs> so I literally, because I just didn't want the like quarter of the pack on the floor to make a double step. I'd have kept, I'd have stubbed me toe every day, and it'd been like fucking. It would have crippled me. So I, I know I'd have broken bits. So anyway, a year later, I'm broken in. And, I, and to give you a little idea as well, I started the cabinets in the kitchen three years ago and we've just finished them. So the numbers are coming down. This is what I've told my mum, actually. I said to my mum, she was like, fucking hell, James, you can't do that. You need to be on it. But at least you got it done. I was like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa. Let's look at the positives here, mum. It's 2024. It was three years for one task. This is a year. So the stats are coming down. Let's take that as a win. And remember that. It doesn't matter. It, you can tell a man to do a fucking job as many times as you fucking like. As many times as you like. And if you get to the point where he'll do the job for you, but it's not inside his realm of when he wanted to do the job, I guarantee it will be a shit job. And he will do it begrudgingly. He will fucking, he will, he will hurt himself because he'll be fucked off and he'll twat himself and you'll hear him fucking effing and blinding and he'll probably finish the day with a beer and then he'll just go, I, little bit of me now fucking resents you because you, you took him, you took it away from his process map. You took it away from him. He did, he was in control and now he wasn't. So he's like, no, I was going to do, I really wanted to plan this out. It's not, it's men just being fucking lazy, but we do. But when we get there and we do it like today, when I did it on Saturday, fucking flawless like and i excuse the pun there's no pun intended there but it came out but it was flawless it was it was i popped it all in sealed all the edges fucking even went out to the shop i was even stood there and she said to me do you want to put some um shelves up and i looked and i went whoa whoa fucking whoa one job at a time but i had to rethink because i felt because i left the live i left the bedroom i came back in with everything set up and uh she just made the bed and i went I fucking like the look of this. We're going down to get some fucking shelves. Some nice 
some nice raw wood shelves and we're going to make this a beauty this is going to finish this off but i'm not putting the shelves up today but we'll go and buy them that's my compromise went down there bosh fucking bought them came back went to put them up because i'm impatient and i thought i can fucking do this in no time then one of the screws went wobbly i fucking flipped the fucking lid i said this is the problem you've told me to do too many jobs and I only planned to do one of those fucking jobs. That was the boundary we set. You pushed the boundary of taking it shopping. And now she went, you decided to put the fucking shelf up, mate. Not me. I was like, no. You decided when you mentioned the shelf. If you hadn't have planted that seed, I'd have thought, fucking floor's done. I'm downstairs. I'm having a beer. I'm happy. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I got, I'm on dry January, so I can't do that. It wouldn't have done that. But it w that's in my mind is what I would have done. But I didn't get to do that. So anyway, but then I finished the job, took my time, went outside, breather, come back in, calm, fitted it, pristine, fucking perfect, found the baton in the, because they're all plasterboard fucking houses now. They're all chucked up wonky as fuck. And um, I wanted to find the beam so it can hold the weight of the fucking shelf without me pissing around. And I managed to find it. So I was saved the fucking day. Anyway, winner, winner, chicken dinner on that. That was That's the positivity going into fucking, see, I'm, I'm, I go off on a tangent, don't I? Anyway, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to talk about, so what, do, this is something I'm learning actually. And I want to share this because I wonder if you do it, if I'm doing it right as well, because this is something I I've, I've tend to do. So as you all know, I'm, <clears throat> I can get a little bit frosty. I can get a little bit fucking, a little bit tetchy around the right people. But then it's normally when I get like that, there's normally a driving factor as well hidden behind that. Somebody's pushing me as well because I fucking I'm ready to go. But as I said in the title of the, the podcast here today, do you ever ask anyone? And you're like, what do you mean? Do you ever ask anyone? I, I fucking ask everyone all the time. What I mean is, so what I try to do now is, is so negative experiences are inevitable in life we we have to accept that there's times in life where you know something will happen you may go to work and that person's having a bad day you don't understand their bad day and then you come home and you're like oh fuck it that other person's had a bad day you don't you, you just don't know so every you can you can encounter something that you just didn't even know was going to happen and um say something happens so you go in like i say oh in fact what we use so, obviously, the thing with work recently, you know, and I, I did ask a lot of people about that. Um, and I meant my, oh, I say a lot of people, but I asked my trusted group because I think that I will caveat the fact of do you ever ask anybody? Everything is built on trust. Everything is. And, and even me talking out loud to you um, on a podcast, recording it and uploading it to the world. <clears throat> I still don't perceive myself as doing that. I just perceive myself as talking to a mic. Like I said, I don't listen back to them. So there's no connection there. It's just basically I'm it's just it's helping me to talk openly. And I go, okay, well, I don't think about the boundaries or you know, how far the boundaries go. I just hope that maybe someone's listening. So there is a, a little bit of the known behind the unknown. Um, but what I try what I try to do now is I try to um, ask people, I say, like, can I present a scenario to you? Now, there's two, there is a, the, the reason I'm asking you this question is because there's a double-edged sword to this. So I ask people like, uh, and you've heard me ask you questions on the podcast, and normally the next day I get a couple of my good friends, and normally the Nelster straight away actually goes, yeah, that fucking guy's a dick, or yeah, fucking, yeah, don't put up with that, mate, you're fucking, <laughs> I'm like, I love you too, mate, I love you too. And that, and that makes me feel amazing, because he's straight on my side, he's like my little, um, he's like my little fucking uh, bully XL, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call him, because he's going down the gym a lot lately, so I'm going to call him my little bully XL, mate, that's what he is, I'm going to fucking muzzle him a little bit. Um, <clears throat> 
But I like that because I ask questions to people outside and I say, well, what would you do in this scenario? How would you how would you approach this scenario? Did I overthink this? And the reason I ask for that is because I never know. Like this, I still now I say things and I'm like, fuck, did I just say that? Because I do. I don't have a filter. Um, I just fuck it. It comes out again. Learn about ADHD. You'll understand. It's not something that I'm doing on purpose. It's just who I am. It's I, I just say it as it is. I don't fuck around. I just it just gets on. I just crack on with it. Um, <clears throat> so what I try to do now is because I know I react quite negatively sometimes. Is I I learn to put a coping mechanism in, and we'll talk about coping mechanisms a little bit more. Again, we're bolstering the positivity, and I talk about a coping mechanism by. I stop now. If I know that I get this feeling inside of me, which was normally an overwhelming feeling, and it was normally like fucking rage or someone would fuck me off. I've done it so many times. I used to sit there. When I first used to get an email, I'd go, you fucking penis. And then I start reacting. and I'd fucking like type the way and people would be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'd be like, I don't know, actually. And it'd just be my reaction to someone else's or my interpretation of uh, in in my emotional state of an email that may not have been sent with that type of ethos. That, uh, not ethos, ethos. Oh, fucking hell, ethos, James. Uh, with that type of, um, uh, you know, uh, sort of, what's the word? Terminology behind it, whatever. You know, that, that kind of meaning. It may not have come to me in that meaning. And I may have just misinterpreted it because I was, I don't know, maybe I was a little bit tired. Maybe I was um, thinking about something else. Maybe my head was somewhere else. Maybe somebody said no to something I really wanted to do. And I go, you're a fucking asshole. So I've acknowledged that I do think about things and I do get emotional. So I put in coping mechanisms. And those coping mechanisms now are don't react on emails. Just take it away, draw it and digest it. And, I'm, and it's taken me three fucking years to get that, I'll tell you that. Because some of the emails I used to send... <sighs> fucking hell, I was still alive, I'll be honest with you, um, I'm learning to calm down, but again, it's a learned habit, and I know people can tell me all the time, James, don't do this, calm down, James, reduce this, reduce that, and you've probably heard me say on podcasts, oh, fuck off, that's the way I do things, etc., yeah, yeah, it is, but then you start to learn to adapt, you start to learn to, I suppose, mature a little bit, and you start to look at the the development side of things. But at the same time, you still need that coping mechanism in. So my coping mechanism is just to pause, take a fucking breath, write an email, look at it again. Does that need to be sent? Actually, no, it fucking doesn't. I, ne I, I need to reduce half of that. And I can. I start taking out sentences now and just go, no, that's all you need to know. I used to go, I've just held a meeting. They don't need to know if I've just held a meeting. They just need to know such and such said such and such. That's it. That's all you say. Fucking brilliant. Okay, I don't need to tell you. I've just had a meeting. It's like I'm putting in motion, but I do. I still do that sometimes. I have to, because I do that naturally. But it's like every day is a story day to me. I, I tell things with stories behind it, um, which is which is an enjoyable little fun time in your head, um, but not externally. Um, so. Yeah, it's, it's kind. So I ask people about things and I say like, you know, and that's why I use people on this podcast. I say I say scenarios and you know about my um, my previous issue. And even though I've spoke to my boss since and into the new year, we've had a chat. Um, he said I didn't mean it like that. And I go, that's fine. But how how you didn't mean it doesn't mean it wasn't perceived the, right, the wrong way. And he was like, yeah, no, but that, maybe that's you. And I went, I, I think it, it could be me. I've presented exactly what you said to everybody else and how you said it and when you delivered it. 
and everybody and this is not me doing a circle but this is just me ask me utilizing other people and i said i've spoke to four or five different people and they've all come back unanimously like yeah that's a bit of a shit move so i'm i've and that's not me that's just me making sure that i'm not being overreactive because if i am being overreactive i'm the first to say sorry because i'm like i i i acknowledge i do but in this instance i don't feel i need to say sorry i feel you need to say sorry but you're not saying sorry so it means that you don't understand that and that's when you learn about the other person and you look at the other person and go okay i now know you're that person or that's the type of person you are whereas i'm not i if i if i do something wrong i openly hold my fucking hands up and i apologize and go sorry mate i didn't mean that so it's kind of like but at the same time i'm glad he did because it drove me to really 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 want the job to get the fuck away and i've got the job and i've locked in the date on friday so boom 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 the hard work and that little negativity spell i used it as a positive and there's again another positive spin i used it as a positive i adapted with my um with my coping mechanisms i reflected on the situation heavily i spoke to people for advice and and this is where i am i'm talking to you positively i'm talking to you about a positive situation that that i know for a fucking fact years and years and years ago I would have reacted like even worse than what I did now. I probably would have been sacked. For his demeanour then, I probably would have gone, you are a fucking blah, 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 blah. I'd have had a barrage of emails. I probably would have gone straight to the top and go fucking drag him in. And they'd have gone, okay, yeah, it's a little bit out of order, mate, but you didn't really need to get the, you know, the head of the fucking organisation involved. But that's who I was. I was Escalation, Escalation Eddie, mate. So now I ask, and that's why I say, do you ever ask anyone? And that can come across the board for everything. That can come across the board for, do you ask anybody for advice? Do you ask anybody for support? Do you ask anybody how the day is? Does anybody ask you how your day is? Do you ask anyone for, I don't know, um, to, to have a chat, go out, social, whatever it may be? Do you ask people for advice? I and mean, that's a big one for me. I've got key people I always look to. A, to a, I, I used to go to my dad quite a bit, but my dad's, um, he, I don't know, he's, he's, he gets quite busy nowadays. He's got his, uh, got his own little agenda on, if you like, but it's just a good thing because he's trying to enjoy. But I used to ask him, so, and I know he's been quite busy, so it's kind of, you have to make sure you've got other people in the, your little spectrum, your little network. Don't rely, and this is not a negative towards him, but don't rely on that one person. I think it's really, I always resort back, and, and this is quite an easy thing to do, so... Um, risk assessments. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk more in health and safety, but risk assessments are not a loan process. You don't look at one person's opinion on assessing risk because if we did, we did that. You might have somebody who's completely risk adverse. You may, you may have literally somebody who just wants the fucking world. Doesn't matter about what money. I will not sign this off until you're done. Well, that's pretty much like life. You don't want one person's opinion. You want many people's opinion and i'm and i say many as in like i don't know I, like i said my i think my very close network of advisories if you like people i would seek advice from is is a handful it's five to six people and i think that for me i go to them and i often ask them individually what their process is and i know some people i and this is the this is where i spin back to the double-edged sword with this is where I, I I want to ask you and why do you ever ask anybody? Because I often wonder that if I ask them something, do they tell me the what the answer that they think they want me to hear? And I'm quite an easy bloke. I want to win. So it's like whatever you look at is like, does it go against James? Then no, 
Do you don't fucking do that? Does it go for James? Yeah, definitely, mate. And I often worry that people would be like, yeah, James is quite fucking cutthroat, so don't tell him anything he doesn't want to hear. So I often worry about that as well. That's another thing that I worry about. Now, the reason I worry is because I think, oh, well, people... And that's where I... I sp- the reason I worry is because I don't want people to give me that type of advice. I want real advice. And I, I hopefully know that the people around me... And I know... Well, I know that uh, one of my conversations... Uh, what are they called? I can't remember what it's called. I was trying to think of what they um, what they call it when when you um, when you confide in someone, confide in someone. But there is a word for it, but I can't think of it. Anyway, <clears throat> I won't digress into that. Um, confidant, <laughs> he did it. Fucking, do you see that? I just went into the back of an archive cupboard at the back. One of those fucking sloping um, big metal drawers, like the one in um, fucking hell. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Bruce Almighty, where he goes. And it's a fucking massive, yeah, one of those. And I just pulled it out um, like a confidant. And I know there's a couple of people that would tell me honestly. They would literally say like, no, mate, I can see your emotion. You're an emotional person, whatever. And I had it recently with my best mate, actually. And I sent him an email. I was like, I'd fucking change some words there, buddy. (laughs) Fucking, you've gone in a bit balls deep. So it's really important you've got those trusted people around you. You need those trusted people. You need to be able to ask them. You, and it, it comes with the whole mental health thing. You need those trusted people to be able to open up to and say, mate, I'm struggling. Buddy, I need a hand. Or, mate, you got five minutes. That's all it takes. That's literally all it takes. It even takes for you to listen to go, are you okay? And they go, yeah. But you can normally tell in someone's tone, do they mean it? Do they not mean it? It may mean nothing, but, you know, just keep an eye. If you feel a little bit, normally go with gut instinct gut instinct and just listen out but at the same time we've all got to do our little bit it's really key important and this is raising the awareness really and why i like raising the awareness because everyone's got to do their key bit i have to talk somebody has to listen somebody has to want to listen to support you to move forward and to get all those mechanisms working you everyone's got to do their little bit you've got to be able to talk you've got to be able to listen you've got to be able to want to take accountability and you've got to be able to want to take advice and move in the right direction because some of us can take advice and go yeah yeah that sounds like an amazing diet idea they know it's an amazing idea and then they go no i'm going to do completely the opposite and then i'm going to come back a year later and say fuck it and that's we do that as human beings we do that like mate i've told you fucking stop doing that buddy you you keep going back you're being a knobhead and that's the importance of um, what level or what stage you're at in your rehabilitation phase of how you want to grasp your mental health. It depends. You've got to be strong to want to do it. You've got to look at the benefits. You've got to focus on the positives. You've got to be surrounded with the right people. And that's what I, I've done and it's been successful is having the right people wanting me to succeed. Not want to go against me, but want me to succeed. Because they know that it's a positive place for me. If I'm a positive person, hopefully I'm a better friend. Hopefully I'm a better lover, friend, brother, whatever, son. Hopefully I'm a better person all around because I'm feeling happy about myself. But that all takes work. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in, you know, it doesn't happen in three months. Three months of your learned habit to start making changes. But... We have to do changes in, in stages. Like I said, I've everything I've done from day one has been a stage. It's talk more, open up more. Now I need to start doing X, Y, and Z. I wanted to start doing, uh, you know, st- sort my finances out, sort my friendship circle out, sort my social media out, get the people around me that I know are interested in my life. 
Because they're, if they're interested in my life and I'm interested in theirs, then it's successful. There's no point in having all of that garbage on the side. And I say garbage on the side is because they might, they're probably amazing people, but they're not interested in you. They've got their own journey. So why have them to make them think that you're like that? And just, just be happy with the success that you have. I'm happy. And I've said to my girls all year, they're like, oh, you've only got a small amount of friends, Dad. I'm like, yeah, that's all I want, mate. Because I don't, I don't want the stress and the, and the strains of everything else. I just want a happy life, you know. And that's the that's the importance of understanding what stage you're at. But it does take stages. It doesn't just happen at the click of a finger. There's no medicine to make it happen. You've got to seek advice. You've got to seek if you're in financial difficulties. You've got to seek advice to get you out of those financial difficulties. Seek advice. There's there's advice out there. If you're in a mental state then seek advice if you're not feeling happy about yourself. Seek advice. Seek advice from friends. E explore friendships in the sense of talking and seeing what people are willing to listen to in your friendship circles so that you, you pin in the right people down that are willing to help you. I'm at the stage where I love helping people. I'm, I, I do. I, I, I've been to the fucking pits of despair and I don't want to ever go there again. And I just want to surround myself with positivity. I want to surround myself with pushing myself and, and making memories. And I want the people around me to be successful. So I want them to succeed. And I can see that. Everybody in my, everyone in my little set, uh, network is successful. But it does take time. Everything does take time. I look at Nelly and I'll give Nelly a big shout out today. Because, you know, he's on that 75 and hard journey. Which is... Um, like a big foot fitness detox regime with incorporating drinking water now uh, you know not just that but there's like reading books there's like getting out doing a certain mileage it's just it's just changing his mindset and already he's got that clean eating that clean mindset that's a real positive approach for him he's feeling confident he's feeling body confident so he's walking around with success. He's putting himself into situations he would never have done because he would have probably thought of something to get out of that situation. He's engaging with friends. I think I know he went out on the weekend and saw a friend and went for a long 10-mile walk. Just a good chat. And that's what life's about. I text my mate today, Kieran. I said, mate, we need to live next door to each other, buddy. So I can just pop round for a cup of tea and a chew the fat. Fucking, it's no good 20-odd miles away, mate. I'm not, <laughs> I know it's like half an hour, but you're like, no, mate. I just want to fucking just like 30 seconds chap on the door. Hello, go, mate. How's it going? <laughs> Put the brew on. But at the same time, the positivity is people are doing that. People are looking at their futures. People are being positive. People are making the right changes in my circle. And it's boosting me. And, and, and I feel like I want to boost them because I'm like, yes, you can be successful. Let's do this. But they're all acknowledging their processes. They're all acknowledging their accountability. And it's a really enjoyable stage to be at. And I think that in life, you get there. But you have to go to, you almost do have to hit rock bottom. You have to understand that you've got to stop living the process that you're living. If you're living a negative process, you have to stop it. You have to look at yourself and go, what am I doing that is negative? What 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 are my worries? What are my stresses? Why am I angry? Because we never ask ourselves these questions internally. We forget them and just go, the world's against us. Everyone fucking hates me. You fucking hate me. You talking about me? Yeah, you fucking asshole. Yeah, and you think that, you know, oh, he undertook me on the motorway because he wants to fucking fight me. No, he's just probably late. He just thought, fucking get out of my way. He put himself in a stressful situation. But when you look at life in a slightly different way, it's easy to say that. But just to change your mindset takes time. Takes time.
It takes effort. It takes it takes vision. It takes milestones. It takes goals. It takes all of these things. Everything I talk about, they all work for you. Set yourself those goal stains. Those goals no, goal stains. <laughs> milestones and goals. They were st- goal stains, stones. <laughs> goal stones. Set yourself those goal stones. <laughs> Set them because they work. Just putting like like to relate straight back the nails to the 75 and a half, 75 days of eating clean and doing everything along with a routine. That's 75 days. That's that's changing mindsets. Isn't it? Anyway, I'm going to leave it there because, um, yes, I am shattered. Um, but I want you to, hopefully that's given you a little bit of food for thought. Think about who you need to ask. Think about, do you ask for people for advice? Like I said, that's what I do. Am I doing the right thing? Am I? Do you think I'm doing the wrong thing? Should I be listening to people? That's another question for you. You know, should I be listening to other people? Should I go to other people? Because like I said, nothing in life I think, what I find at the moment is, I've done years and years of that mental focus, siloed approach, literally use people around me for um, making life easy, but just focusing on myself, my own path. You know, I've done that siloed approach, that really negative, and it's detrimental to your mental health. I've done that. I don't want to do that. But now I find when you talk to the right people that have your right interests, they'll offer you the right advice and they'll say yes you're doing the right thing or no I wouldn't do it that way but maybe I would maybe do it that way or I don't have a lot of experience but maybe have you thought about this bit or yeah do you know what I did something similar mate fucking went Pete Tong these are all massive things that um I suppose all things we need to think about all things we need to work for even just casting my mind back to and again to to um the podcast the last podcast the live I did with Billy and I was talking to that lady absolutely incredible podcast but to get an american's point of view on her partner at the time who she'd pushed her way through she was she had to focus but we didn't he didn't men and i say me we me him them men we're the same we don't have that we just sit there and dwell and we think fuck it we'll bottle up and we'll just use that as fucking as that anger to fucking fuel me to go further it doesn't it 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 sends you back it ruins reputations. It did for me. I've done that. New, how I've survived, I, I don't know, because I've lost my rag with people. Luckily, I've lost it with people that are not, I suppose, in influential roles or anything like that. But I, and I don't mean lost it as in like, I, you know, I've punched anybody or I've screamed obscenities. I've not been, you know, I've just kind of gone, you know, when I say lost it, I've just not spoke to someone for a couple of weeks. Sounds a bit tame <laughs> when you say it out loud. But yeah, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. It, I I enjoy asking the people that I love around me. I enjoy the space I'm in with the people that are around me at the moment. And I also enjoy the drive I've got with it's nice to get the rewards. And this is the celebratory bit is that is we often forget the celebration because we, you know, to celebrate the journey. We often get to the end and we go, oh, here's my trophy. Yay. And we forget to actually evolve uh, look at sorry evolve uh, reflect on the journey and go fuck i did this this and this wow i got here and it's so easy just to see where i've got to in three years people would be like yeah i can see you getting that in the next 10 years and i've done it in three you know and that's because i was like well yeah all right, i'll take your i'll take your challenge 
Um, but I'm going to keep working on myself and um, I'm going to get to that position now a little bit earlier. Why? Because I want to be able to settle a little bit earlier, enjoy life a little bit earlier. So I said to myself I'd work hard till I was 45. And I don't mean I'll stop working hard, but I'll work above, you know, normal pace, taking on information, etc. for five years. And then hopefully I'll be somewhere successful that I can sit and relax and just enjoy life. Because you don't want to keep driving. You want that work-life balance back. You want to be able to spend time with your friends, like my, our friends, like my friend at the weekend. You want to be able to do those walks. You want to feel comfortable opening up. I see, uh, give you a little thing, uh, just a little thing before I go. And this is the beauty of friendship. I see um, every Sunday when I go play golf um, on Sunday morning, I see a group of seven, seven men. Um, they're all from different backgrounds in terms of they all do different things, but they're all um, good, close friends in this local little community. And every Saturday night, they go for a, a pint, whether it's just a quick pint because they're just popping down for, a, you know, they've got the missus or family at home and they're popping down just for a pint. Um, or they stay and they go out for a few beers. And I've seen them hung over a few times on Sunday, so I know a few of them love that. And, um, and But then every Sunday morning, they come out for two hours early morning, so they get there for nine o'clock and they finish at half past ten, and that's them. That's They do that every week. And that's their fun. A little bit like my Wednesdays. Like uh, Wednesdays, I go out every single Wednesday with my dad and um, my best mate, Kieran, and we play snooker or pool. And we just have a, um, we used to have a beer, but we've been dry jam, so we're on lemonade. And we just chew the fat. We just have a good time. We just chat. We we laugh. We swear. We be ourselves. We compete. Uh, and we walk away with smiles on our faces because we're, we're, we're looking after our mental health and well-being because it's so easy to get stuck in the grind of life bury yourself in the laptop forget about this but i'm earning money there's money in the bank yeah, but you're not living life mate do things in stages and the, you know do things in life the right way and you know educate yourself and learn the process and money will come eventually and it will come at the right time because you're doing it in a stress-free way that's my little tip for you anyway i've spoken enough now i really have um thank you for listening hopefully i'm going to lock in a poddy with my good man the bilster and we'll get some banter on um hopefully that's going to be soon so we'll have some stuff to talk about i've alluded to that today and we're going to embellish that a little bit more um on our podcast so that'd be really good and maybe even get a live caller in that'd be fantastic that always has a nice dynamic when you talk about people especially mental health because we've all got different opinions we've all we've all got different journeys We've all got different paths we've been on, and that's a beauty, another real beauty of, of getting other people's opinions. We've all been brought up different ways. We've all done different jobs. We've all had different bosses, different backgrounds, different partners, different children doing different things. We've had it all. And so if you can get collectively get all that into one group and ask those people for advice, you'll get a really good array of advice back. And some, and not all of it, maybe not, but there'll be some stuff in there you can take, pick, choose, adapt, evolve for your situation. And then ultimately get the success and get the positivity we want um, going forward. Love you all. Have an amazing week. I look forward to speaking to you all soon. Take care and thanks for listening.